0: Today on the Back to the 90s podcast, I'll be speaking to Fiona from PR firm Piggy Goes to Market about her experiences working for Polygram in the early 90s and her favourite bands at the time. It was no, it was really good. I mean, basically, um, you know, I, I I was a music editor for my student paper. You could just literally go to any gig, six six quid to go and see the White Stripes. We had like the Verve playing and I was, because I was a music editor, I just got in free. I was standing at the front, I'm like going and you can actually meet the people as well, yep. so meet the musicians yep. as well. Um, I never met The Verb. I met um, Noel Gallagher quite a few times and I met Liam Gallagher very briefly because um, yeah. he nicked my drink. He nicked my, my whiskey and Coke uh, okay. at, at a party. Uh, and then disappeared with it. Um and I did think he was going to headbutt me, so I moved backwards I <laughs> <that's right>. yeah. <laughs> so, you know it's it's that sort of nostalgia, and I think you can't do that now, And also we can't go to gigs at the moment. So I'm like, oh my goodness, I had some concert books. I've changed a bit I go I go to like Hyde Park <laughs> you know I'm not right at the front there because I prefer yeah. sitting down having a sofa <laughs> I'm in the in, in the sort of tent area <laughs> but um, it's Quite still like-
1: I would say um I, fe- I felt spoiled yeah. because um, we used to go to gigs I don't know once a week or something yes. and it was um oh this sounds awful but you know they, they were handing out tickets backstage part just because it was it it was part of the territory and you would go and you'd go to bands you wouldn't perhaps consider normally which is the benefit um and I think I mean I like to think I always stay to the end there was one concert I I, I didn't um I didn't stay to the end of the stranglers which is awful (laughs) it's just like you know that kind of thing you'd stay to the end but um but as a result I got spoiled and then when I left and I had to suddenly buy my own tickets I was a bit like oh yeah oh, can't possibly do that and there's no backstage pass no. so I went all by fire mighty and then went to nothing you know I didn't go to oh, gigs no. because no. you know and then I felt like I really missed out on a chunk just because I was being too proud <laughs> you know well, of... no, I,
0: ha- I had the same so I basically stopped doing music reviews in my early 30s which was um I think 2008 Seven two thousand and eight, uh, and I just stopped reviewing music. I was getting too old. I was getting mistaken for people who were just really, uh, you know, people's mums and stuff like that. And I just thought, oh, I really am. I wasn't a mum yet. I had a son a bit later on, but basically it was getting too noisy. Uh, people just were on their phones. So I never understood you go to a gig now, and or not now obviously in lockdown but you go to a gig and people are, are on their phones looking at themselves they're not even looking at the bag, they're, and they're, they're talking all, selfie. They're doing, and concert. they're talking all the way through and you're just thinking what are you doing you don't like the music at all i, I don't want to say oh it's all about the music man because i I, do, I just love it you know it's very very exciting but you know i like you i was really fed up when i stopped you know working for publications I had to get tickets. I'm thinking they're fifty quid or something, and then for two. I just stand at the back, want to stand up. There's nowhere to sit down. <laughs> yeah. There's no free bigs people sometimes. I went to a private gig. There was Guy Chambers. Uh, he was doing a uh, some singer-songwriting gig thing himself. Yeah. It was his party, uh, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And he had uh, this is so on PC. He had tequila girls walking around, so you didn't even need to go to the bar. Yeah.
1: So just
0: like you know. At, that wasn't about the music, because i just not into it. He was singing Angels by Robbie yeah. Williams. He said, you know, I wrote this. He said very yeah. proudly, I wrote this. Out of tune, I'm thinking, thank God he's not a singer.
1: <laughs> but then, you know, actually, what a talent to write music. And you can't expect them to when they can sing as well. Yeah. But my goodness me, I mean, yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing, isn't it? I think with PC-ness as well, it's yeah. changed. I don't know what, yeah. you know, I don't know. Some bands will stick two fingers up to that, you know, and just yes. behave and roll but yes. um I just I, I don't know I can't comment you know I'm not involved in it anymore but, no
0: no I yeah. mean I still I still know a few uh music journalists um uh, there's John Robb who's the Stone Roses biographer I, I know him like I know him on Facebook not social, yeah. social media rather than I'm you know going to go up with going to go and see his band The Membranes which basically probably equivalent to your stranglers thing just yeah, I can't yeah. listen to that music <laughs> But I, I remember I went to go and see Sonic Youth um, at Shepard's yeah. Bush Empire and I was told you must go and see, it's seminal, they're seminal, go and see, you know, Sonic Youth, I wasn't a fan, you know, and I was standing at the front and I used to go on my own as well because I used to chat to people, if you do that now people think, you know, what the hell are you doing, talking to people,
1: yeah. like, Especially who, are you? Are <laughs> <laughs> who are you, who are you, who are you,
0: you're a loser, you're on your own, <laughs> anyway in those days I didn't care about that, maybe we had too many beers but basically I was um, at the Sonic Youth gig and uh, the person in front of me threw up and it basically went back onto me and on my shoes and I just thought this is disgusting and uh, the friend of mine I was with because you've got to stay you've got to stay they're, they're seminal they're brilliant I said <laughs> someone had just thrown up on me all over just I got the back the back yeah. split I'm going, and I never saw Sonic, one band I do regret not seeing is a whole of that gig, but I smelt, and then also yeah. it was really loud, and I had earache, maybe th- at that time I was getting older, and uh, yeah. I did yeah, I would be throwing sick on myself in the old days, in the 90s, but that's <laughs> my early 2000s, oh yes. But um, you must tell me about your, um, your classical, so you work in the classical department, were there any, I suppose, a lot of, the, a lot of those guys are, are not alive, but uh, in classical music, tell me about that. I mean,
1: the thing is, so I work for Polygram, yeah. which is, of, and you know, and, but I was a, I suppose, a rock chick, if you like, at yeah. heart, yeah. but I actually, my my background, my, as in my musical background, so my sort of skill set, if you like, is yeah. classical and I'm sure yeah. that's one of the reasons I like rock music because it's it's melody I've got something sound, am sounding really old but you know that musical background isn't it yeah. and um so I was tied in so I was doing sales and marketing with the classical department yes. which was um Decca, Deutsche Grammophone, and oh I can't remember oh that's awful a jazz a jazz label yeah okay um, and um and you're right. So that was very much a sort of they were re-releasing, or yes. um, and they had some big names. But I actually where I sort of physically sat was with the pop sales and marketing yes. team. Yeah. Yes. So I was like one of them. But yes. what I did, you know, what I did on my on my computer, if you like, was completely separate. And so I was with them, going to all the gigs, listening to all the new releases and things like that. So I had that really sort of strange mix of yes. being a person but actually not getting so when you were asking about A&R and things I was like oh I really can't do this but I I don't want yeah. to you know I want to make sure you get lots out yes. of this
0: yeah
1: um, yeah no it's good to, I mean let's go
0: back to obviously you know the experience the gig experience in the 90s and you know now it's it's a bit you know when you can go to a gig it's a bit sterile you know there's big screens everyone's on their mobiles and you know, the live experience. I mean, you saw the Stranglers, you, you didn't say to the end. Did you see any other sort of any, even any pop bands, any boy bands that you liked? Not my cup of tea, really. I don't mind the music, there must be talented people, but you know, yeah. I wasn't going to go and see In Sync or something or N Sync or whatever. So
1: it was the time of Take That. Yes. Um, they were huge, but they weren't a polygram, Late, yeah. um, an artist. So, um, and I'm trying to think so E17s were um yes. polygraph, and yes. they I'm trying to remember the, whether they they were just coming but I remember listening that mm. the, yes. the, the guy put one of the records on and said what do you think of this and literally everyone stopped in their tracks and because it, it was so it was so different and it yeah. was like four pounds but with an edge rather than yes, that yeah. street that kind of yeah exactly
0: really,
1: yeah 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 went yeah. on yeah. a lift with him yes. <laughs> did he say anything I survived, came out. No, they were all I just remember they were all in their white on. Yeah,
0: exactly. I'm just basically why do I got my (laughs) Gila on,
1: but anyway. Yeah. The lift door opens and then there's these guys all in white in their hoodies, and you're like, you know, and you step in and you go, see 17 Yeah. (laughs) Stand there in silence. (laughs)
0: you know the funny thing you know when you go say oh z17 have you I've when I've met people I said oh yeah you're um they know who they are you know you don't need to repeat their name it's like you're yes you are like Duncan James the only boy band guy I met was Duncan James from Blue and I had to interview him for uh, uh this search engine called Lycos back in 2005 and basically he was really flirty and everything. And he offered me some sort of chocolate, some chocolate biscuits. And then at the end of the interview, he kissed me on the top of the head. Right. And I was like, Where, Where's this going? Where's this going? People don't do that now, do they? And then I was, I was like quite happy. I was like, well, not you know, I don't know. What would you do? You say back off or something. But in those days, people did that really, didn't they? Or yeah. they don't do that. They should do that now. But um, he was nice you know but I don't think he's um he's he's, he's uh he's married to he's he's, he's gay now I think, or something. Or he's gone a totally different direction he's gone into tv or something I don't know he's not into he's not doing his boy band stuff now but I won't talk about that on the podcast but um but yeah it was a more
1: relaxed I think more relaxed approach um you know it was definitely relaxed and I think well one of the things I mean again I can't compare it to now because I don't have yes. the same experience but yes. I think it's very much like when you met these people yes. they they could afford to be themselves for good and bad so as you just said you know you could get kissed on the top of your head you could have a chat with someone they knew it wasn't going to be photographed or recorded or so maybe they could let their guard down more as yes. I said yes. in, in both senses so to be you know more naughty or, yes. or just be themselves or whatever yes. you know and that able to step back and just like sometimes when you went to gigs there would be other artists watching with you and they were yes. they could just be themselves rather than sort of that. cashing in on someone else's fame which it could yeah. be seen right now couldn't it with all the sort of social media and bits and pieces and um, yeah
0: but you know you hit a nail on the head of the old cashing in on people's fame and stuff and you know trying to get some reflected glory I don't think it was as bad then. You would try and get someone's autograph, which is all very innocent. I remember my brother, um, he's a journalist as well. He's now a financial market analyst, totally different. A very serious bit. Basically, he interviewed Alan McGee for um, a magazine called Shares Magazine about his new label, Pop Tones, back in the early 2000s. And I said, my brother said to me, do you want me to ask Alan McGee anything? And I said, no, can you just get his autograph? so he did and that's just you know it's quite sweet you know I wasn't really into I mean I just thought gosh he's you know he's a legend and he's all this he's a record producer I didn't think maybe that's just me I didn't think any sort of anything different you know someone's autograph or something I, but, it, well it, I think
1: that's a just of the times as well isn't it because obviously yeah. autographs were a huge thing and then they didn't yeah. peak off they yeah. tail off rather before you know, selfies came around yes. but um you say people now collect safe selfies as opposed to autographs yes um, but if you look back with a wonderful sort of nostalgia it was literally you'd have an autograph book or something yes. wouldn't you or you your program signed um yes. and that was that was kind I of did. like you felt like you'd been touched by them
0: yes <laughs> yeah. yeah it's really, really yeah oh, I long for those days I really do I you know I'm I'm going to be talking to someone also who's um he likes boy bands i think on on monday uh lynn so that's that's going to be great but it's it's just um it's it's, it's a different time now and you know I, I can't go back i know there's a lot lots of 25 year anniversaries of music and stuff and it's fine it's still a bit sort of it's a bit sterile you know comeback tours and you know and, and a lot of your hero a lot of my heroes indie heroes anyway are basically sort of shooting themselves in the foot with their comments about you know covid and, and all vaccines or masks and yeah. stuff. it really brings it down it really does bring it bring it down
1: uh, that's a downside to
0: 90s heroes yeah. as well
1: I know, and I well, no, there's. I suppose there's an element whether it's film or music, but there's oh, yeah. en- anyone in the public eye when you then see them 25 years down the line, and you see the sort of the toll that their lifestyles taken on them. Yes. And I've, I'm generalizing, <laughs> I'm generalising, I'm generalising, but you yeah. know, it's and you go back. I think your memory is still 20 something, whatever, and you perhaps idolise them, and it's always it's a little bit crushing, isn't it, when you then see them. And, <laughs> It oh, really is. Well yes. maybe that was a lucky escape. I know, but you, you <laughs> think you know
0: with, with yeah with me, I think, oh well, look at look at the state I'm in. <laughs> no, <laughs>
1: we're Um
0: but yeah, it's um yeah, we can't really go there. No, but yeah. um so I mean if you had the chance, right? as probably as gonna the final question. If you had the chance of wanting to see Um, someone from the 90s your favorite person your favorite artist it could be any any genre who
1: would it be you know that really sort of did it for you there okay so I um and the thing about the 90s for me and the early 90s in particular which is when I was working at Polygram it was still the tail end of the big the big stars, so you know, yes. we're talking Elton John, Tina Turner, yes. um, even the Rolling Stones and their many comeback tours. I think they were yes. only doing their first comeback tour then or something. And yes. I saw them a few times and even sort of Simply Red names that just yes. you don't hear of so much anymore, but they were yes. absolutely huge. Yes. And it was before the Brit pop era when everything yes. went a bit more indie. And yes. so I think there was, you could almost argue that it was it was relatively sterile then. Yeah. I'm sure, there were new, you know, of course there were new things coming through, True. but I don't think it was as diverse and as, you know, I think we've got this wonderful, you know, there's so many different genres at the moment, and obviously with the technology you can tap into them through all sorts of platforms now. Um, so I was going to say, so first of all, I think that it was probably a relatively sterile time. So I've got in a sense a bit of a clouded judgment because it wasn't necessarily cutting edge, yeah. but. Um, I so so I was going to say one of the bands that I always wish I'd seen yes. was Queen I'd love yes. to have seen Queen so in the yes. in the theme of the big the big bands yeah Queen Freddie Mercury um sadly that was one that I was never able to fulfill but then on a on a positive one of the bands that I um saw which well, I, was, I was a really big fan but I didn't realise quite what a big fan I was until I saw them um, was Bon Jovi and I liked their music that was fine but I saw them <laughs> I, was, I saw them and it was in yes. the, the smallest most intimate yeah. venue and I think where I suddenly realised how much I liked them was the connection yeah. that one had because um, they're a stadium band Yes. And they were, you know, enormous in America and, yes. and big in, in the UK. And suddenly, they were playing playing to a couple of hundred people from there, yes. a couple of hundred thousands, and 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 John Bon Jovi had had his haircut, so he'd just gone into the sort of the good looking rather than yes. the permie, the permie mullet look. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, although mullets are back in again. But yeah, it was one of those moments where I just suddenly, I just, I don't know. I just connected, I had the, uh, the concert of a lifetime, I've had many more since. But it was yes. also the fact that I think my friends and colleagues who were with me yes. saw me in a new light. Yes. Saw me in a new light, because suddenly yes. I was, um, so I was this pop fan working yes. with the pop, you know, but on the classical side, and suddenly they yes. saw my sort of inner rock god. Yes. So an answer to a long answer to your question. No, yes, okay. so I, that was where. Um, so I did manage to do that, and then I've seen, uh, you know, I've, going forward, I've seen. I mean, I, like Coldplay, you yes. know, again, stadium black band, band them like, in like, incredible. And they're someone who uses technology to their to the advantage. Yes, I yes, mean, yes. the light plays and the phones that, and the wristband. Um, yeah, they, you know, it's incredible and it's part of the atmosphere be lost without it yeah but obviously that, you know they they're in a different stratosphere